and welcome to another episode of the Ohana Podcast. My name is Lima, and I am your host. Thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting the Scattered Abroad Network. Every second Sunday of the month, this podcast will come out, and our theme this year is the war on our Ohana. We have an enemy that is trying to ruin our lives, trying to ruin our families, trying to ruin our churches, our communities, even our nation and and countries abroad. Uh, The Bible tells us concerning this enemy that we are to be sober, be vigilant, because our adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And so... The devil has waged war on on our on 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 our lives, on our societies, and he continues to uh, conquer many lives by his deceptions and and his traps and and his 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 devices. One of the enemies that we also face is the enemy of death. You see, when Satan tempted Adam and Eve in the garden, uh, they fell into the temptation and they sinned against God. And because of their sin, another enemy entered into our reality. And that is death itself. Death is a consequence of sin. And it's part of our reality. As a matter of fact, it's the Bible describes death as the last enemy that will be destroyed. And that is death. First Corinthians 15 and verse 26. And so as we think about uh, death, we have to think about the victory that is in Christ Jesus. Because ultimately, what Jesus did for us is to show us that through him, uh, the, the power of death is no more. That death's power over our lives uh, holds no water, if you will. Right, that death is defeated. In Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 14, the Hebrews writer said, Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself, talking about Jesus, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death, that is through his death, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, That is the devil. And then in verse 15, it says, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. You you see this picture here that Jesus came to defeat the devil. The the work of the devil is, is death. And many were held bondage by the fear of death. Right? And, and I think about what Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15. If you have your Bible with you, uh, go there with me to 1 Corinthians 15, where, where Paul, Paul, Paul 
said this to the church in Corinth, a church that that needed a reminder that there is a resurrection of the dead, a church that needed some encouragement, uh, some encouragement concerning the hope that Christians have because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. You take, for example, here, here is an insight to the problem that they were dealing with in Corinth, right? As he addressed, there were many problems in Corinth, but as he addressed the subject of the resurrection, you can you can notice from Paul's writing that there were some Christians that didn't believe there would be a resurrection. Take, for example, in 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 12, Paul says, Now, if Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? That's, that's verse 12. So if that were true, then, right, if there is no resurrection of the dead, then the preaching is pointless. And then, and also, uh, faith becomes vain. Notice verse 14. Paul says, and if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. You, you think about what Paul's saying here, right? Uh, he's, he's, he's basically saying, if Jesus did not come back from the dead, then what are we doing here? Why, why, are, why are we even facing persecution uh, for preaching the gospel? It's pointless if the gospel is not true, right? And here's, here's the truth as well. If Jesus was still in the grave, there will be no hope, right? That's verse 19. Notice what Paul said there in 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 19. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most pitiable. Why, why would we be of all men most pitiable? Well, because Christ is still dead, right? If, if Christ is still in the grave, then there is no hope in this life life right and so notice verse 20 all right verse 20 says but now christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep so 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 jesus did come back from the dead and that gives us hope right and so it brings me to, to the main text that I want to share with us today. It brings me to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 55 through 58. Now, now I skipped a lot of what Paul was discussing, you know, the type of bodies that we will inherit, the, the reason why all men die and, and the reason why all men would live. We, we all die because through one man, death entered the world. And so to one to another man, that is Christ, life is there for all who will who will follow him right and so skip down to 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 55 through 58 paul then says this as as he works his way up to this encouraging thought he he brings this point to to the church's attention oh death where is your sting oh hades where is your victory the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. I want to pause there. Now notice death here. Paul says that death, where is your victory? All right. 
imply there's is that there was throughout history a point of time when death continued to win, when death continued to conquer, right? And we'll highlight more. But continuing the reading, Paul says, the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. Then he says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Right? We have victory in Jesus. And then in verse 58, the encouragement, right? Here's, Here's what we are to do then. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I want you to leave your Bible open there to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 55 through 58, because for our, for our podcast, you know, talk about the enemy of death. And the victory that we have over death because of Jesus. But there are three things that I'd like for us to meditate upon that really the text brings out to our minds. Right? And the first thing is sin and death. I want you to think about that. Sin and death. Right? Let's read the text again. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 54 through 56 Paul writes, so when this incorruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. Think about sin and and death these two they go together you cannot separate them right death is the consequence of sin and it goes all the way back to the garden and and paul referenced this in romans chapter 5 and verse 12 paul says therefore just as through one man sin entered the world that man is adam and death through sin and thus death spread to all men because all sin. Notice that. Death is our enemy. It has, it's an enemy that has taken many. Death is certain in life. Death, according to, to Paul here and according to the rest of Scripture, really, death spread to all men. The, another way to say this is, no one escapes death, right? It is certain. It is a guarantee in life. The Bible says in, Ecclesi in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, there is a time to die, right? And, and then Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27 as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. Have you ever canceled an appointment? I, I imagine a lot of us in our lives, you know, have, have been late to appointments, canceled appointments, rescheduled appointments. Well, here's, here's the thing with death. This is an appointment that you will absolutely keep if time continues. Right. Let, let me put it in a in a in a certain time frame here. If time continues for the next hundred and twenty years, I think that's a safe window. If it continues for the next hundred twenty years, 
all of us would have faithfully attended our appointment with death. Right. And death death hurts families. I think about all, all my loved ones that have died, especially those who have died not obeying the gospel. Death has come upon them and they have entered eternity lost. You think about the people that are around us today that need to hear the gospel, but we're too afraid to share the gospel to them. But then when they die, we will say to ourselves, I should have shared the gospel with them. Don't let death come to a loved one without you sharing the gospel with them. Death is such a powerful enemy. So many good, uh, well-meaning people have succumbed to death. No matter who you are or, or who people were in history, no matter their riches, no matter a great name they made for themselves, in the end, when they meet death, that's it. All right. Romans 6 and verse 23. I love this passage because it not only reminds us of the seriousness of sin and the consequence that sin brings, but it also reminds us of the hope that God gives to mankind. In Romans 6 and verse 23, the Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. And so here, here's the problem, right? Here's the problem. Romans 3 and verse 23. All have sin. And just as Paul wrote in Romans 5 and verse 12. Therefore all will die. But in here in Romans 6 and verse 23. It's not just physical death. This 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 is about eternal death. Right? And so, yes, death is an enemy. When a loved one dies, we hurt. But I want us to remember that death is a defeated enemy. In the second part of verse twenty six uh, verse twenty three there, Romans six says but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. There's our hope. There's our salvation. There's our victory over death. So in the first part of, of the text, 1 Corinthians 15, verse uh, 55 and 56, whenever you read that, again, think about the seriousness of death. Think about how death has conquered many in your life. And one day you will succumb to death. But the question would be, is when you die, are you a Christian or are you a sinner? And 
you want to die a Christian. And if you not if you are not a Christian yet, the best day to become a Christian is today. Do not wait. Because the thing about death is death can come the next hour. It can visit you tomorrow. It can it, it, it will come without you knowing. So today is a great day to be saved, isn't it? 2 Corinthians 6 and verse 2 tells us that, that today is a day of salvation. The second thing I want us to think about and meditate about uh, is from, from our text of, of 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 55 through 58. The second thing I want us to think about is this. Thank God for Jesus. And that's verse 50, uh, 57. The Apostle Paul says there, but thanks be to God. All right. Yes, death has conquered. But someone conquered death. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, someone might say, well, how can I be victorious in Christ Jesus? Jesus overcame death. So how can I overcome death? How can I be victorious like Jesus? Here's the answer. It's in, it's in the beginning of the chapter. It's the gospel. Right? Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1 through 4, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believe in vain. Notice this. Paul reminds the church in Corinth, listen, you've obeyed the gospel. You've, you've heard me preach the gospel to you. You have received that gospel in that you were baptized into Christ. And you are standing by that gospel. You are standing on that gospel as the foundation of your faith and by which you are saved. He says, then you are saved by the gospel of Christ. And here's the condition. If you hold fast. How can I be victorious in Christ Jesus? How can I maintain the victor status? I need to hold fast to the gospel of Christ. And to remind them of the gospel, Paul says, verse 3 and 4, For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Amen. Jesus faced death, and he was buried. And I wonder what the enemy was thinking. I wonder what the devil was doing when Jesus died and was buried. He was probably saying to himself, I got him. The devil has the devil and his work of death. He he knew that everyone in the in the history of the world has died. And here's the son of God, the son of man. 
he probably thought, and I got him to not even God or his son can stop death. That's probably what he was thinking. But then Paul says, this is what the scripture says. Jesus died for our sins. What a blessing that is. Someone else died instead of me. Jesus died for our sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Amen. You know, the only way you can reenact the gospel of Christ, if you obey the gospel by hearing the message of Jesus, the gospel, believing he is the son of God, uh, repenting of all your sins, confessing he is the Son of God, and being baptized. When you are baptized in the waters of baptism, you join Jesus in his death, burial, and resurrection. Romans chapter 6, verse 1 through 5. The Apostle Paul teaches that. Paul says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? Notice that. There is a death. You want to die before your actual physical life comes to an end. You want to die in Christ. You want to die to self. All right. You want to join Jesus in his death. In baptism or through baptism. But that's what Paul is saying. Do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him. So you have the death. Now he mentions the burial. Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised. There is the resurrection. Just, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Notice that. The death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus. When I obey the gospel and be baptized in water, I join Jesus in his death, burial, and resurrection. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we should also be in the likeness of of his resurrection. Just as Jesus conquered death. He resurrected from the dead. That will be the case for me too. And for you. If you obey the gospel. Thank God for Jesus. Here's another passage of scripture. That really brings encouragement. And confidence and assurance. In Romans chapter 8 verse 1 and verse 2. Paul reminds the Christians that we're blessed to be in Christ. Here's what he says. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. I want to pause here. What condemns us? Sin condemns us. But notice what Paul said here. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Let me just ask this question for the sake of. Of, of the text, right? Is there any condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus? I know you will answer, no. Amen. In Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. For those who walk not according to the flesh, 
but according to the Spirit. Now, remember what I said about sin and death in our first point? Listen to this. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Thank God for Jesus. What did Jesus do for you and me? He set us free from this law. Sin and death cannot separate them. It's a law that God has put in place. That when one sin, death comes upon him. And the thing is, again, Romans 3 and verse 23, all have sin. But the blessing is for those who are in Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation. So in the first part of our text, I encourage you to think about death, right? From 1 Corinthians 15, verse 55 and 56, think about sin and death, the serious consequence of it, and the reality and certainty of death. In the second, I wanted us to think about Thanking God for Jesus. That's verse 57. That he came and he died in our stead. So that we can be saved for our sins. That he resurrected from the dead. So just as he did. We too will also be resurrected. To a new life in eternity. But here's our final thought. And this comes from verse 58. True gratitude for Jesus leads to faithful service to him. Again, I like to read verse 57 and 58. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore. So here is your why. Right. Why am I a Christian? Why will I live faithfully for my Lord? Because through him, I have the victory. Because through him, I have the salvation of my soul. He died for me. And so Paul says to the church, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abiding, Bounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Listen to that. Because Jesus defeated death. Because Jesus is the victor. Because Jesus is victorious. And through him, God has given us the victory. We should strive. We should be diligent. We should stand tall. We should continue to do good in the name of our Lord. Thank God for Jesus. True gratitude is demonstrated in what we do, not what we say. Anyone can say, I, I thank God for Jesus. But what are they doing in their life? Are they evangelistic? Are they faithful in, in worship to God? 
Today, do they have many good deeds in the name of the Lord? Why do you go to church? Why, why do you go every Sunday to gather with the saints? Think about it. Why are you doing it? Why would you suffer uh, wrongdoing for the for the for for the sake of Christ? Why would you suffer persecution for the name of Christ? Why? Well, here's why. We have the victory in Christ Jesus. That it wouldn't matter what happens to us on this side of eternity. If we faithfully serve Jesus, we will come out victorious with him. Death is a real enemy. Death is... It brings pain and sorrow. And it hurts. It stings. But let's remember that death is a defeated enemy. That Jesus gave us the victory over sin and death. So let us continue to be faithful to our Lord. To serve him and honor him with our lives. Thank you so much guys for listening today. I hope that these words have been a source of encouragement to you. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing your labor is not in vain in the Lord. God bless you.